special announcement. Please turn up your volume at full capacity during this episode. Welcome to Mornings with Ken. I'm so glad you stopped by. Hey, my special guest for today, the one, the only, Pastor Joe Novak. Yes, my guest today, Pastor Joe Novak. He's a discipleship pastor from Mission View Church here in North Canton, my home church. And he has agreed to uh, come on the podcast, and we're just going to have a discussion. And uh, hey, it's going to be interesting where it goes. So sit back, get your cup of coffee, and get a blueberry pie. I highly recommend the blueberry pie. I'm thinking about that blueberry dessert, but is that something blueberry? Pie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It looks really good. The crust is on top. I I like a cream pie, but yeah, or chocolate. Chocolate. I don't know. That might might be too filling. Blueberry dessert this early in the morning. Do it if you want it. Uh, I don't know. But. Well, I'm you were discussing. How was it? Can you be a Christian and vote for a Democrat? Oh, I guess. Well, I said, can you be a Democrat can you be and a, a Christian? Yeah. Can you be a Democrat? As someone, when I asked, I asked two people. One person immediately was like, no, you can't. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we won't mention his name, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I say, you know, as I said on Sunday, you can. You, you absolutely can. But at some level, at some time, I guess what it really is, it's, to me... It's all the sovereignty of God. I mean, salvation is an act of God. He redeems us. We were dead. He quickened us and made us alive. And he didn't do that based on our political um, ideology. He did that because he's sovereign and we're not. Mm -hmm. So the short answer would be yes. But with... I wonder if the question should be, mm-hmm. 
can you be a mature Christian and be a Democrat? Or can, because yeah. I think at some point you have to get your priorities in line with Scripture at some point. Mm-hmm. So I would say... So what do you think? What we think... Um, you didn't eat your bacon, though, so I'm kind of... You know what? I'll, I'll, do the, I'll do the pie. Blueberry pie. Okay. But yeah. you're going to eat your bacon? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll pick at it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll because pick if it. you don't eat your food, it's kind of iffy if you get dessert. All right, I'm on it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. Okay. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> you want your pie, too, young man? No, you did I... really good. I don't. I can't. No? I shouldn't. Oh. I, I'm not a huge sugar guy in the morning, so... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can I hide it? <laughs> she is so much like a mom. Like, gotta clean your plate, right? Right. Dessert. But um, that's funny. So yeah, when you first asked me that question, I think my first response was, "Sure, you could be." How'd you say a Democrat? You can. Uh, can you be a Democrat and a, and Christian? a Christian? Can Democrats be Christian? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean that. I mean it almost be. I mean, you know, what was happening in the New Testament during the life of Christ, times of Christ, the apostles, disciples, there was a lot of political stuff going on. You know, and Jesus didn't come down and set things politically right and set up his kingdom at that point. So there were zealots, you know, zealots that were really trying to free... Um, Israel from Roman occupation. So I think uh, there's different opinions. There was probably Jews that were more passive, you know, more passive politically during that time and maybe didn't try to fight against the, the Romans. Then you had the zealots who were, you know, hey, let's free us now, you know. Who was it? Barab- Barabbas? Who was one of the, the main... Zealots. Uh, was it Barabbas? Barabbas, right. Barabbas was the guy that went to jail. I don't remember why he went to jail. I he thought he was a murderer. Yeah, because he was a zealot trying to free Israel from... Yeah, I don't remember all his history, so you might be right on that. Hey, I don't... Hey, you're the theologian. <laughs> I'm just the... I'd have to go look at the history. I yeah, don't remember. Yeah. But, <laughs> but at any rate, um, get back to my point. I think you can, at some point... After salvation, well, how do you feel about what happens at the point of salvation? Uh-huh. What What do you think? What changes in a redeemed person at the point of salvation? Well, instantly they are baptized by the Holy Spirit. So, instantaneously, uh, you go from it's called the process of regeneration theologically. You're instantly regenerated, redeemed. You're justified. So from there, from then on, at no point is there ever a reality that you're not going to heaven. He's eating his bacon so he yeah. can have it. Do you want a fresh new silverware? Uh, no, I'll just use this. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm good. More coffee? Uh, I'm good. Okay. But I will have more coffee once well, I finish I like the it. smiley face. Thank yeah, you. Right? Yeah, that's, part of it. that's cute. Oh man. It's not Monday. And it's not Tuesday. Tuesday's like my Monday because we're closed on Monday. Oh uh, yeah. Oh. 
Got it. Thank you. Is there anything good you like here? Yeah, it was delicious. It was very good. Thank you. I might have to do a lot of editing, but. Um, oh, go on about um, the moment of salvation. Yeah, you're regenerated. Um, justified. You have Christ's imputed righteousness on you. Those are the things that kind of all happen instantaneously. Um, but sanctification is a process, right? And it's a two-part process, you know. God ultimately is the one that kind of sanctifies you, but you have a role to play in that. Mm -hmm. You have disciplines and that you have to practice um, and also uh, just just normal kind of life kind of sanctifies you. <laughs> and whether you like it or not, you're going to be sanctified. Um, but it is a two-part process. Part of it is your uh, your works that will help you be sanctified, right? Uh, the verse that says, work out your salvation with mm -hmm. fear and trembling, right? Your salvation needs to be worked out. That's basically the sanctification process. So, yeah, all that to say, um, that's kind of what happens instantaneously when someone accepts Christ. It's ultimately the Holy Spirit uh, enters you for the first time ever. So, uh, what happens to the heart? The heart of... Is the heart... How do I want to put this? You have a, a hardened heart and you have a soft heart. So, in other words... I get the Lord saves me. Mm -hmm. So I, do I go back to robbery, robbing the grocery store? Uh, I mean, you might. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, um, when when someone is is saved, that doesn't mean that they're going to be perfect with their behavior. They might do something wrong, right? There's Christians on death row mm -hmm. because they've murdered someone. Mm -hmm. um, there are Christians that have done terrible things, but they're going to heaven uh, because they've been redeemed, right? So um, remember, because of Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, that it's not by works that we are saved, mm -hmm. but it's by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Like the gospel is totally free, so... Um, yes, there's this relationship between faith and works, um, but, you know, if, if a Christian does something wrong, that doesn't mean they've lost their salvation. Right. It means they've sinned and made a big mistake. Correct. I would agree with that. Uh, yeah. You know, so, so, I mean, robbing a bank could be a massive mistake, a massive sin, right? And... But that doesn't mean they're going to hell because they did that. Right. What What about habitually sinning? A, a habitual sin? Yeah, that's a good question. So yeah. people who struggle with habitual sin and it never goes away, evidence shows. And this is from James, right? So mm -hmm. James talks about the relationship between faith and works. And faith without works is dead. And... Uh, I can't remember the exact verse, but there's a verse that kind of points to uh, a person who isn't repenting and confessing and turning away from their sin mm -hmm. over time is not showing evidence of salvation. Okay. 
So. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, so I'm trying to find a place where we disagree at. Uh, yeah, well, I think I think it was. Um, well, it, I mean, it's good. We're not we're not disagreeing. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I guess to my point, uh, at some point in the in, in um, the sanctification process, yeah, as you're as you're moving closer to being Christ-like, at some point you have to line up your principles, your, your morality, as close as you can. Yeah. This is amazing, by the way. I mean, literally. Well, thank you. I, mean, I, I don't beg, but I'm a server. I'm a salesman. Okay. Well, you do a good job. Well, thank you. Yeah, good job. I, yeah. I, I told Bill, I said, maybe I should sell something more than food. <laughs> hey. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Is I her name Mary? I got a little crap here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so at some point in your spiritual growth, you line up your you principles sure? as close to Scripture as you can. Yeah. And let's just say, you see in America, you basically have two political parties. And if one party fully supports abortion unhindered and governmentally paid for, um, why would you line up your, your spiritual beliefs on that line? on that side of of the political scene. Mm-hmm. So, as a mature Christian, why would you... I think I sent you this in a message. Basically, in, in like the way I view it, the Republicans and Democrats, basically, if you look at it, they basically have the same things they care about. The Democrats, even though they get criticized for it, they care about the military and safety for America, but at a lot less level, financially, they tend not to support the military as much, where the Republicans care a lot about defense, and they prove that by their actions of building up the military budget. The Republicans care about homelessness and poverty, but let's just be honest. Their approach is a lot less monetarily. They don't place a high, as a high priority as maybe the Democrats would mm-hmm. in their budgeting and budgeting a lot more money on poverty. But they all care about these issues at some level. Mm-hmm. Climate, even climate change. The Republicans, they care to a certain extent. Again, at a lot less level than the Democrats do. But so if they all kind of care about the same issues. But the one issue that is stark different is the support for abortion. Why would a mature Christian align with, I don't even want to say Democrats, because to me it wouldn't matter what party. Why would you want to align yourself with a party um, that supports abortion? I guess is where I would come from. Yeah, and that's a great question. And see, you are the the perfect person to help someone understand some of these political issues that some Christians just aren't even paying attention to. Um, you know, so I know 
like I know new believers that come to Christ and they haven't even paid attention to politics their entire life because they're 20 years old. They're trying to figure out how to uh, what to do with their life, mm-hmm. and they just accepted Christ. They don't know what they're talking about. Right. They don't even. They're not paying it. Oh, they kind of know that abortion is a thing, but they don't. You know, they don't even know which party is which and who who um, you know who supports abortion, who doesn't. Mm-hmm. They literally don't know. So there are people like that in America, mm-hmm. you know, and so just because they don't know, and but they are over eighteen, so they have the ability to vote. Um, does that make them not a Christian? Absolutely not. Right. Yeah. And and they might have voted for the Democratic Party, but not even realizing very much that the abortion, like, they just haven't been paid attention to. You know, I think, and that's where I was kind of coming from. You know, I think to draw lines in the sand and say um, a Republican is equivalent to Christian, I think it's very wrong. So, so I, I kind of, you know, throughout that thinking question, can mm-hmm, a Democrat mm-hmm. be a Christian? <laughs> yeah. I threw out that thinking question to draw that line in the sand, I think, because it's, it's important that that question is, yes, a Democrat can be a Christian. That is important because as soon as you say no to that, then <laughs> what are you doing? You're equating works, your works, mm-hmm. to salvation, mm-hmm. right? Because salvation is an identity marker and it's not given by works, right? So as soon as you say anything else, anything additional to Jesus needs to happen for someone to be saved, you're going to be wrong. There is nothing additional, right? So, you know, Christianity was around way before America was. Christianity was around way before the Republican Party, way before the Democratic Party, way before all of this stuff. So we, we serve the Christian God. We serve... Jesus Christ. So it's just important that we don't start drawing lines in the sand like that that are artificial because it's not true. Oh. Yeah, so, so. so we really don't disagree. No, I don't hey, think we do. I don't think we, we do at all. Hey, so much for this podcast. No. <laughs> I know it's only interesting when we disagree. Right, right. No. Now I will say because I had a discussion with a, a Christian pastor um, online. Actually, I did an interview with him, but. Um, off the air I had another conversation with him and he kind of comes from more of a a Christian a little bit to the left and uh, he equates abortion and capital punishment as the same thing so his point was because he used to he used to really speak out against abortion many years ago and he still doesn't support abortion. But he says he has no problem voting for a party that supports abortion because America hasn't done anything about capital punishment. So to his his point would be capital punishment is murder, abortion is murder. So until we're going to do something about those that are already here on earth, we really can't justify only caring about abortion. Hmm. Now, to my point, um, I can't think of the scripture off the top of my head. I think I think it happened in my notes where the scripture where Christ or, or God has 
uh, established governments with the sword, it says, to wield out justice. And that's in the state's hands, is justice is in the state's hands. So God makes a, God does make a, he puts the states in charge of wielding justice with the sword. So if, if the state or government, government passes into law um, the death penalty, that's what the state did. So, but it, so I don't see how someone could equate the two because here you're talking about someone who committed, say, murder or hideous acts and they were sentenced to the death penalty. But on the other hand, you have a uh, unborn who is still, who still, I mean, is is in sin in, in the sense of uh, original sin, mm-hmm. and that's a whole other discussion when that happens. But, but um, so you have an infant, but in, in as in our standard of uh, morality, the baby hasn't murdered anybody, the baby hasn't did a hideous act yet you know mm-hmm. so how can you equate an innocent not innocent in the biblical sense but innocence in a moral sense I guess to a murderer who willingly took the act to, to commit a crime yeah. so I think that argument falls short mm. so if someone wanted to use that for an argument like hey I'm going to vote for the Democrats because Yes, I care about abortion, but we're, we're killing inmates. Mm. And uh, I guess capital punishment is another discussion for another day. But mm. but I don't know. You got any thoughts on that? Yeah, to me, that just sounds like a, a pastor that's trying to <laughs> sideswipe the issue and get, change the subject to capital punishment. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much he's really trying to make an argument for that. More or less, just guide the conversation towards capital punishment. Right. Right. <laughs> you know how people right. do that. Like, oh, we need to change the subject here. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's come to the conclusion that you guys disagree. So he's like, well, what about capital punishment? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Capital punishment. So. That's what it sounds like. So. Yeah. Well. So. Yeah. You got anything else? I don't know. Since I've been born Great 
a new song and sun. 